Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Joe Biden inspires me to be uninspired. Trying to follow his speech last night, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to, to care. But what we get from it, and we have the clips, don't worry, because you didn't watch it. Somewhere out there, Jimmy Carter is thankful. Jimmy Carter is out there thankful that Joe Biden's president because now he's not the worst president of the modern era. What we have learned. Now, you come to this program for perfectly executed political analysis and my sincere hope, but I see your compliments on social media. I notice that a lot of people take away things from this program and use it in their own debate. And that's great. That's what, that's what I'm going for. Okay. Notice there's a phrase that's not being uttered by any Democrat when discussing the Second Amendment. And that phrase is settled law. The way they frame this debate is like we are talking about a pending piece of legislation. We aren't. The Second Amendment is settled law. And comparing the United States to any other country is irrelevant. We're not these other countries. We were founded, we were born out of rebellion. We were born from a disgust with a monarchy, and this nation believed in the rights of the individual. Now, of course, you have to put the caveat in there about slavery, but that's long gone. And when you hear some of these dolts on MSNBC saying, the Second Amendment was there to protect white supremacy, black women are the fastest growing demographic of gun purchasers. So, I, I realize that that's kind of, that's their shtick, that's their thing, that's, that's what they do over there. They're telling you quite literally that the phrase, the, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, doesn't exist in the country. Wait, wait, it's kind of, re- you know, well-regulated militia. Yes, being necessary for the security of, the free, of a free state, right? That doesn't change the right of the individual to keep and bear arms. That is actually reinforces it. In order for a state to remain free, the individual must retain the right to keep and bear arms. I'll read it again. A well-regulated militia. That is when individuals are called into service. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. In order to have the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is pretty basic. This is pretty basic stuff. You don't have to like it. It might scare you. You might think it's kind of insane in the so-called modern era where we are constantly being bombarded with generational snobbery. When they say things like, well, the framers couldn't envision the AR-15. Well, first of all, The individual had the right to keep and bear the same arms as the Continental Army. The word musket does not appear in the Constitution. The questions of hunting, the framers weren't out on a hunting trip when they came up with this. And as far as slave rebellions, when the global condition existed where people could be property, in other words, They were not seen as human under the law. They didn't need permission 
to put down a slave rebellion from the government. That was already there. So these are all silly arguments. But we keep using this phrase, Second Amendment advocate. What do you mean Second Amendment advocate? We're not advocating for something. It's already there. They're not using the phrase settled law the way they use it with Roe v. Wade. They're also not talking about taking away rights. They say if Roe v. Wade, which is settled law, which it can't be because the courts can't pass a law, were to be overturned, it would take away a woman's right. But she never had that right. So you're taking away something from someone that they never actually had because the courts weren't empowered to grant it. In this case, they would be taking away a right. The security of a free state is predicated on you and me having the right to keep and bear arms. If you need proof of what that looks like, we wouldn't have to wait for armories to dispense firearms to defend ourselves a la Ukraine. Right? They called they called their able-bodied military-aged men up to the age of 60, actually. They pressed them into service. They passed a law that said, you can't leave the country. That's a well-regulated militia. Well, Andrew, they, they had them in arms. Yeah, we're not Ukraine. Ukraine's not the United States. We have a Second Amendment. That's the way our framers saw it, not theirs. If you get 38 states and two-thirds of the House and two-thirds of the Senate, you call an Article 5 convention, well, then I guess you could do something about that. But until such time, it is settled law. And that's what you need to use. Arguing technicalities, arguing specifications, sitting there reminding people. I mean, I could do it. All weapons are technically assault weapons. And all weapons can kill. What do they say? A gun is designed to kill. Yes. Yes, it is. Now the question is, who gets killed? If you're defending yourself, it's the bad guy. If you're being invaded, it's the bad guy. When you see Hakeem Jeffries tweeting out things like, the Second Amendment doesn't give people the right to buy military-grade weapons to hunt other human beings, he's right, and nobody nobody thinks that. I've never met somebody who legally owns firearms, said, you know what? Went out and bought my gun because I wanted the power under the Second Amendment to hunt human beings. That no one. They're adding in things. They're projecting things onto constitutional conservatives that no constitutional conservative is saying. No one's saying these things. I don't know anyone who thinks that that like some weird, bizarro movie where, like, rich guys might be hunting a human being on an island or something. Actually, Ice-T was in that movie. Nobody's saying these things. Nobody's even musing or alluding to these things. That somehow the Second Amendment gives one human being the right to hunt another human being and kill them. That's not happening. We have the right to keep and bear arms. That is settled law. But we say things like, well, I'm a Second Amendment advocate. Well, what are you advocating for? It's already there. Right? That's the law of the, that's the law of the land. You don't have to like it, but it's the law of the land. Now, the other side of this, immigration. 
apparently it's it's an impossible task or at least an improbable one they always say what do you want us to do round up 20 million people well how many homes do you plan to search for firearms how many doors do you plan to kick in in other words you rightly believe that you could track down all of the if you pass your law former formerly law-abiding citizens who you've purposely criminalized. They didn't commit any crimes. You've, you're criminalized now. That, you can flex your muscles on the citizen. But when it comes to the not, what do you want us to do at the border? I mean, it's, what do you want us to do? We, we can't hermetically seal the border. Well, actually, you could if you put your mind to it. They're telling us that if they put their minds to it, they could confiscate every gun in America. But keeping track of all the illegal immigrants, what do you want us to do? Well, let's see. These are people that are living somewhere. They're shopping somewhere. They're working somewhere. They're sending their kids to school somewhere. You can't find them. But you're pretty darn sure you could batter our doors down and take our guns. Now, I don't see any of the usual principles being applied. Well, we can't get everybody. Okay. So we don't enforce immigration law because we can't get everybody all at once. That'd be like saying, well, we're going to give up on DUI enforcement because we're not going to get every drunk driver on a Friday night. Okay, so we're going to get no one. I don't see any Democrats going, really, it would be near impossible to get all the guns at once. I mean, people are going to bury them with PVC pipes. They're going to have 3D printers. If we outlaw the so-called high, who decided what's high capacity? That's another thing. When did they decide what is high capacity? Maybe high capacity is a 90-round drum. I don't know. I don't know who set this bar. But they've set the bar at 10 rounds, I believe. And when you have a bunch of dinosaurs who existed before the internet in government, they clearly don't understand that magazines are no longer these aluminum or steel things. They're made with polymer plastic and can be made by the thousands with 3D printing. I mean, it's basically a case with a spring, and that's it. You don't need a lot of technology to make a magazine spring. And the molds are already out there. I mean, you take a screwdriver, pop it apart, you got one side, you got the other side, you got the bottom plate, and you got the top plate. All you need is the spring in the middle and the right tension, and you got a magazine. Magpul and other companies churn these things out by the thousands. But either way, they have no problem cranking the American citizen. When it, again, look at it. This is a right of the people. We the people. They're saying, we don't think it's a right. We're taking it away from you. But when it comes to the right of people to cross the border illegally, they think that's an absolute. The Second Amendment's not absolute, but the right to kill a baby during birth is. The non-citizen, you can call it replacement theory, you can call it whatever the hell you want. Whatever the hell that you want to call it. They are looking at replacing the American citizen as a majority. 18 to 20,000 people coming across the border every single day. Not being treated as legal immigrants, just off into the, into the, and then they'll have a mass amnesty. And they'll say, well, we've got a new majority. Too bad. You people are all outvoted. Now, coming up, we're going to get into 
some very silly things out of the state of California. I, I guess to make the state more uh, equitable racially, they are now going to pass a law that forgives child support payments from black parents. If you want to talk about the soft bigotry of low expectations, if you want to talk about something that would be ruled unconstitutional by even a a traffic court judge, what kind of insane world would we be living in when they literally create a separate standard for all things government, for people who they identify as black? What if they're biracial? What if they were in a biracial relationship? Now you're saying you literally don't have to pay for your children? If a court ordered you to pay child support because you're black? Way to go, California. And that's only one of eight different proposals. Wintick 695, Patriot 9572874. All right, we'll get into some Joe Biden audio in the next segment again. Joe Biden inspires me to be simply uninspired. And when you read some of the, we're listening to some of these proposals about mandatory gun locks and gun safes and things that most people that store their firearms already do. They're now saying we're going into your homes. We're coming into your home and we're taking your gun. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.